Welcome, Welcome comic to Comic Comics. Comic. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh. Welcome to Comic Comics. This is a podcast about all comic related media. Wait. We're talking books, movies, TV, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast. And what that means is we talk about all spoilers that. <laughs> we talk about all spoilers, and that's your one and only guaranteed warning. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy. And with that being said, let's get the show started. Fuck you both. Yeah, I was, was going to say, you should have said, my two asshole friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, I've got to issue oh, a uh, uh, retraction. My wife, in fact, does like Home Alone. <laughs> and, and, and Home Alone 1 and 2. And uh, the uh, Die Hard movie. <laughs> Even though it takes place during a season, I had to... I, uh, she was listening to me while editing that. And, and she was like, I like that. <laughs> so I... Uh, on threat of death, I have to uh, have to <laughs> issue that retraction. Um, and uh, one last thing is, I said uh, hawk guy or uh, arrow guy, but it's hawk guy. I just know that if we eventually get a ton of <laughs> listeners, we're gonna get comments constantly being like, "It's not arrow guy, it's hawk guy." And it's like, "Yes, I know, I've read it, but uh, it's been a long time, and I'm old." So anyway, sorry. Today. We are going to be finally reviewing the Suicide Squad movie. It's been a while. A while? At least for me. <laughs> it's it's a really fresh on Jerry's mind, so she, he should have a shit ton to say tonight. And it's going to be really like interesting. I'm trying to wait on you guys. Jeez. I know, right? <laughs> huh. So what is Suicide Squad about? Uh, people killing themselves. No. We're not, no that's that bad. was Rogue One. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue One is the ultimate Suicide Squad movie. I'm just telling y'all right now. Yeah, I, I love that movie. I think it's great. Oh, it's great. Okay, absolutely. Um, all right. Let's uh. All right. So what's what's the overall? You like consensus? Hate? Meh. It doesn't matter because the DCEU is is fucking falling apart i mean what's what what do y'all think i'm a little bit to that side but i thought this one was i mean it was fucking great in my opinion um just because it, it they just let james gunn make a james gunn movie like this is straight up like if it didn't in other words if it didn't have like the dc property names and characters and stuff this would just be like one of D, uh, one of uh, James Gunn's like trauma movies that he made back in the day, like Slither and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Tromeo and Juliet, like uh, it, it just it was great in my opinion. Uh I was I was pleasantly whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck does that mean? <laughs> it was. I mean, honestly, it was a good movie. But uh, it's not one of them. Just like, oh my gosh, I got to watch that one again. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. It's, it was. 
I mean, I loved how basically everybody was just like an exploding kitten, like just didn't matter as if you just barely touched them or whacked them upside with a freaking hammer, like they exploded pretty much. So, I mean, it's just kind of watching it for that. I thought that was, that was fun. And, uh, I watched it with my wife and <laughs> she's not that crazy about that kind of stuff. And so every time I just like, you'd see the see them explode and see like the entrails just trailing down like the background and stuff. Like I just kind of look at her and see if she was still able to make it through the movie. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a fun movie. It wasn't anything like, like I said, it wasn't anything like crazy. Oh my gosh about it, but it was good. It was fun. Cool. Um, I, Again, I, I'm I'm the Kevin Smith of the group. I love it all. Like it's it doesn't matter to me. I I love all the DCU stuff. Restore the Snyderverse. Down with it all day long. Give me all that stuff. Dark, gloomy Batman. Sure, fine. Uh, homicidal Superman. Yeah, I want it. Give it to me. Come on, let's go. I mean, I I like it all. It's that's there's no. Don't you shake your head at me. Boo! <laughs> I was gonna stay quiet and let you get your point across, but no, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stay quiet we know that that's why we're talking yeah yeah i i like it i like it all i like it all um it's um and and i thought this was fun and i thought it was fun because basically like like kind of like what you said richard like james gunn has no stakes in it uh they let him do kind of whatever it is he wanted to do with it and uh i think we get a major feel for that uh, towards the end of the movie when we see major characters of the franchise get killed off. Yeah. Um, I was going to wait and talk about them because, you know, like I said, it's toward the end of the movie. Uh, but yeah, there's just something for you to listen out for that, you know, towards the end of the movie, people die because, you know, they're part mean, of the suicide squad. Shit, thing. like 10 minutes into the movie, people die. Yeah, the I'm not happy with the beach scene. Like, oh at my all. god, really? That's so I thought it great. was really cool, really funny. Like, it just completely threw that because I was the same way. Like, I was like, oh wow, we're already jumping into them being the team, the squad, and then boom, they're dead. I'm like, um, is the movie over? I don't, I don't know what happened here. I, I <laughs> so. like they're called the Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, the reason why I love it so much is. Like, they're expendable. Like, that's the whole point of the story is, like, they do black op missions and because they're, you know, super villains, albeit, like, D-list, at least some of them are, uh, they're just expendable. So I, I like seeing that. Like, they just... And I like seeing Waller, like... I mean, Waller's known in comics and, and other media to be this ruthless bad bitch of a woman... So, like, of course she had a, a secondary team. She a bad bitch. That was just literally cannon fodder. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're starting at the beginning of, of the movie real quick. Uh, Rewatching it, I love little subtle, like, jokes from James Gunn where, <laughs> where um, Pete Davidson's character, I can't remember it, and then uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, the TDK the detachable kid they're in the uh the little like airplane and he's telling him to buckle his seat like he's telling him how to buckle his seatbelt. he's like no no you got to put the thing in the thing yeah there you go now you're safe 
Like, I just find that hilarious because they're they're traveling to literally a suicide mission. Like, does anyone? I, I don't. I just thought that was fucking hilarious on the second watch through. And then they're all like, "What is this? Is this some kind of like dog or something?" And, and they're yeah. talking about Weasel. Oh, I think it was nasty. Oh my gosh, Weasel! Oh, that was hilarious. And you know they're freaking. Uh, Harley thinks it's like a werewolf, and then he, he, uh, Pete Davidson's character is like freaking out. And then Rick Flag comes over. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! He's a weasel. Calm down. He's harmless. I mean, he's killed like twenty-seven kids, but..." Other than that, he volunteered, and then it like cuts to him, and he's just like, Rah! and he, he's like, I, I think, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of Weasel and the very first of the movie, uh, so you forewarned me about the nudity that was in this movie, and it being man, female, whatever, all full frontal, it didn't matter. Um, so I, I got curious, and I'm like, what, what is he? Because I watched it, and I didn't really actually like look for it. I thought about it when we first put it in. But I was like, it'll be obvious, you know? And so I'm watching the movie and I got done with it. And it was like a week or two later. I was like, what nudity was in that movie? Like it just, I just completely just missed it. And so I had to go back to find it. <laughs> so we actually see Weasel Penis yeah. in the very first of this movie when he's getting out of the, the armored vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yes. His little weasel's just flopping around as he's like, <laughs> Weasel's weasel. Yeah. Yeah. There was, oh. there was a, a, a sh like, uh, my wife and I were watching it, you know, when it, when it came out on HBO Max and we're watching it and we're just kind of like, there's a shockingly amount of like nudity <laughs> in this movie that I was not, ex like, I was expecting sort of like the gore from James Gunn. I was not expecting this yeah. amount of nudity from from this movie. As we always do, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start off with um, first appearances because with the first group that is the suicide group, uh, I'm not going through all them because... Yeah, I was about to say, there's like... There's, they didn't matter. There's like 20... <laughs> they don't mean anything. I mean, like, literally the... The only one that survives, and the only reason you know he survives is by the, the stinger at the end of the very end yeah, of the credits is Weasel. He's he's and you think he's dead the entire Harley. movie, anyways. Uh James Gunn yes. has uh James Gunn has confirmed that TDK has survived. Oh really? cool. Except for not cool, because I wanted to see Nathan Fillion as Booster Gold. So yeah. <laughs> not TDK. Yeah. Which he had a helmet on, so I mean they could still do it. Yeah. Um for those of you wondering, though, Suicide Squad and Rick Flagg's first appearance is Braving the Bold number 25. Um, and also Harley Quinn's, as most everybody knows, is Batman Adventures number 12. So that's the only people you actually really need to know from that. Uh, we'll go ahead and throw Amanda Waller in there, and that's Legends number one. So we get we get the the the, the real Suicide Squad. We take him to a beach, and I can't even. I can never remember the dude's name, but he sold the squad out, and they got ambushed, yeah. and they got their asses handed to them several different ways. Rest in peace, Captain Boomerang. He is my personal favorite out of them, just because he's a wise ass. So. Uh, yeah, that's Pete. That's the Pete Davidson character that I was referring to. Yeah, uh, I don't remember his character's name either. I was Which shocked. Which one is Pete Davidson again? He's the blonde guy that gets his face blown off right when they show up at the beach. He's got when he's the like, pistols and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's going up on the beach, and he's like, guys, you know, I notified you. Oh, yeah, Everybody's yeah. here. And then they just shoot his face off. 
Um, yeah, I I was shocked that they killed Boomerang. Uh, I didn't. I mean, there's been multiple Boomerangs, so my theory is like if they do bring Boomerang back for uh like the Flash movie or something, they'll do a different one. Or they'll just bring back yeah. Jai Courtney again and just say it's a different universe. Um, yeah. I liked this Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. What little we got of him way better than the other one. Um, it's the same guy. Yeah, I'm saying I like the character that he, like, James Gunn kind of changed him up a little bit. He wasn't just, like, you know, into unicorns and whatever. <laughs> um, Deadpool. Not plus, all. like, his boomerang glowed like the other one he had like <laughs> shitty like you know like it was like a camera taped to the boomerang um but yeah anyway um i was so shocked that they killed him off i love that harley also calls him boomer yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've heard that margot robbie this is her final go i don't know if that's for sure or not have y'all heard anything else about that i heard something about that too i didn't look that into it but yeah i i too have heard that i don't i don't know i don't know like i don't have feelings one way or the other like i liked her harley quinn i think she's well suited to be harley quinn Mm -hmm. but once again i'm of the the dceu or whatever they're calling it now is in so much shambles like i'm fine if they recast you know what i mean as long as it's like decent but I, I don't know. I feel like once again, drop enough money down on their lap, and any actor will be like, "Yeah, I'm back." I know I said I was gone, but I'm back. Also, uh, just talking about things that I'll, I, I just love. I love that beach scene. I, I, I love when when uh, Javelin is talking with uh, with Harley. I think uh, what is it? It's on. Maybe it's not on the beach scene. I can't remember. But she's like. Oh my god, I love your accent. And he's like, Yes, all American women do. And she's like, It's because we don't have one. And once again, that's a subtle <laughs> joke because like she's got this like New York, Queens, Bronx, yeah. whatever accent. Like, I don't know. I just find those yeah. funny. What well, like once again with the second watch through, I was just like, Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it does bring up an important point though, that we are gonna get that like that's Harley has this javelin throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Like her whole goal is to have this javelin. She think it, she thinks it's a, a call from God or, or as she says, whatever deity <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that you believe in. Um, but yeah, for her to have this javelin, she's supposed to do something with it. So javelin dies on the beach and he, he's, he's confessing something to her or he's telling her something important. And then he just croaks. Yeah. And she is not happy about it at all. <laughs> yeah. She, he like, just what? sits there and goes like, hey, I need, you can't, how does it go? Basically like, you're the only one that is uh, worthy to carry my javelin. And then he says, and you need to carry it for, and then you just hear, <sighs> like him breathing out. <laughs> and gets like the soft music going and see her hand like slowly lift up towards his face and then just smack. <laughs> it's like what what am I supposed to carry this for so yeah it's, then she gets taken funny. in by the uh, the island authorities yeah Um, from there we, we pretty much see the, the new team the yeah. the actual 
well-to-do Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Nanawe or King Shark, Ratcatcher 2, and Polka Dot Man. And I love, like, yep. speaking of Weasel, I love, like, his introduction in that area. Like, whenever they go to assemble the other squad and you see Weasel, like, Bloodsport <laughs> look at Weasel's cage and he's just licking the glass. <laughs> Yeah. All right, before we dive into it, first appearances, we've got King Shark coming in at Superboy number nine. We've got Polka Dot Man coming in at Detective Comics 300. We've got Blood Sport? Bloodshot? Yeah, blood, blood Sport. Blood Sport. I always get them confused. One's Valiant, is it not? Uh, oh, yes. Valiant is Blood. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bloodshot. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay, Bloodsport, Superman number four, Ratcatcher two, Detective Comics five eighty five, and Peacemaker was actually a Charlotte or yeah Charlton Charlton a Charlton character that DC acquired back in the day, and he's from Fighting Five number forty. And they got several of those. They're talking about doing a lot of those Charlton. James Gunn is. A lot of those Charlton characters for the Peacemaker TV series. Oh, cool. So, oh, so that's that. That's why he's the stinger at the end. Yeah, they're making a TV show. Don't spoil it for the spoiler cast, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. All right, we skip to the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> skip to the stinger. Um. So yeah, I. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. They get up to uh, Peacemaker's cell, and uh, he's like, oh, so he does everything I do. And, yeah, yeah. and John Cena's like, yeah, but better. I love that. <laughs> uh, once again, those little subtle jokes, I, I just love. I mean, that one was not so subtle, but like, uh, I just love how she went into this whole spiel about blood sport, about like, you know, any tool in his hands, a weapon. And, you know, he was trained by his father to be this ultimate, you know, badass or whatever. And then when she's showing Bloodsport, she literally uses the same exact line on Bloodsport about Peacemaker. And then he's like, yeah. wait, I thought you said you just pick people for the unique abilities. She's like, I did. He's like, he does the same thing I do. <laughs> and he's like, no, <laughs> but, better. but I do it better. <laughs> <laughs> and it was basically that... Uh, just that back and forth of who who can do it better the whole throughout the whole movie. Oh my gosh! Which was oh yeah, fun. dick measuring contest. Yeah, literally. Um, the uh, I, I gotta say, the I don't know if we want to jump ahead to that, but when they go to rescue Rick Flag, the like the uh, dick measuring contest between Bloodsport and <laughs> and Peacemaker in that scene. That exactly. also is one of my favorites. Like they're just murdering yeah. everybody in like all these different ways. I love that we spend all this time convincing Bloodsport, all the all these things, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, to uh to to join the team. You know, we we've we've blackmailed him with his daughter and all of the other jazz. Which by the way, him and his daughter, hot damn. Like, that's a relationship right yeah. there. Good God. Well, talk about it. Like a dysfunctional family. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Um, it just... That felt a little too real. straight up. Yeah. Yeah, like, it felt a little too real. I was like, what is James Gunn trying to say here? 
Um, I, I guess it was just for the redemption factor that he could have there at the ending or, or whatever. Cause you know, the whole time throughout the movie, he's sitting there saying, I have no good in me. I have no good in me. Um, yeah. but, but for Waller to sit there and go through all that to get blood sport. Okay. And then the very next person we see on this team is peacemaker. <laughs> who, Like y'all just said, is the exact same. Only difference is peacemaker says he can do it better. And, and and the color of their skin. That's it. Well, That's and he it. does like he says he does it for peace, for liberty. Yeah, yeah. Anything and, and everything. For peace yeah, and Bloodsport calls him out, saying you just you just try and excuse what you do by saying it's for liberty, but it's really yeah. not. <laughs> and I love like the like coming back like you know whenever they're first introducing you know, they, and it goes back does the whole time lapse thing or whatever you want to call it, but uh, going and then it comes back to whenever they're showing the. I guess the team A of of Suicide Squad, like the one that actually makes it, and going through that whole thing and um, King Shark, you know the whole part of whenever he's about to eat, uh, what's her name, Rat something, Rat Catcher, Rat Catcher, Rat Catcher. That's what I, like. I could think of like I was gonna say Rat King, but I was like, no, she's a girl, I can't do it. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then they, you could find out Blood Sports all his fear of the the rats. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, and obviously when they all start coming. In. Yeah, obviously Peacemaker just showing up in his his whitey tighties. So. so I love that they got Sylvester Stallone to like do the voice for for King Shark. Yes, like, I think that's oh, is that Sylvester great. Stallone? Yeah, it's yes. Sly, it's yes. it's it's Rocky. It's Sly Stallone. It's great. <laughs> He's like you know, and I read books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and you can tell too. It's upside down. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I loved. Uh, I love King Shark. Like in a way. Um, uh huh. That see, that's and... why. Yeah, that's what I love about James Gunn. Like he really made like he made you care about friggin' like polka dot man and like other characters that normally you just wouldn't. Um. So I, I I really enjoyed like this this was tailor made for him I think uh anyway sorry that was off what, what no we you good you good to. um we, we sit there and we get King Shark on the team and of course you know he's he's just a big meathead uh then we go to get Ratcatcher and who is I want to say her name's Kaleidoscope is that who we saw yeah uh on our way to go get her. With the with the multicolored face, I was like, "Huh, check that out." Yeah, we see Kaleidoscope, and I think there was someone else back there, but I can't remember now. But yes, that was definitely Kaleidoscope. And, and, and I love how she's just like, "Oh no, I just I'm, whatever." She just she is the the definition of the millennial now. Of uh, I just want to sleep. I don't care about going to yeah. work. I I'll get up in there in a little bit. Yeah, please don't bother me. And Waller's like, get your ass out of bed. <laughs> and I love Sebastian, her little her little buddy rat. That oh dude's gosh. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love him. Play like his little his little moments throughout the whole movie. Oh, I, I real quick, I re- I remember what I was gonna say. Sorry to interrupt again. When uh when when Jeremy was talking about that scene where you find out that Blood uh Sport is afraid of rats, I love that. So, like, my headcanon sort of reasoning is, like, the reason, like, you know, because Weasel dies and, 
or dies, drowns, oh. and they're like, did anyone check to see if Weasel can swim? <laughs> and, and, and then, like, it's revealed that Bloodsport's afraid of rats, and he's on a team with someone who uses predominantly rats to fight with. I just love, like, <laughs> nobody did their research. Like, I know Bloodsport says he hid it because he's an assassin, and he doesn't want his, like, weaknesses out on display, but I still love that it's just sort of nobody just, they're expendable. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to take us back to that time as well, uh, I love when they were placing bets. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, I know yeah. good and damn well. Yeah. If I'm in that office, I'm throwing 20s here, there, whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to make some money. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love also that, you know, you're talking about the scene where Weasel's sitting there licking the window and stuff like that. We get, we get Polka Dot Man. And how feeble he is and stuff like that. And he just looks like he's nothing, even though he's probably the yeah. most powerful person on this damn team. Um, <laughs> and then I love seeing Calendar Man. Like, yes! <laughs> I love that we got a Calendar Man. I was like, yes! Played by Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn has two characters in this movie. He plays Weasel. Sean Gunn is James Gunn's brother, for those who don't know. And he, uh, you know, in the Guardians, he would play uh, Kraglin. Uh, and he would also do the mocap for uh, for Rocket. But uh, in this, he's playing the mocap for Weasel, and he's doing, he's the, uh, he's Calendar Man. Who's Calendar Man? Uh, he's from a, we'll probably read it one day. I highly suggest we read it before the next Batman movie comes out, because I think it's going to be loosely based off of, of uh, the long Halloween story. Uh, he's a, mm. he's a villain from the Batman uh, mythos. He's been used in other stories. He's predominantly kind of known that look that Sean Gunn had where he's bald and he's got like the months of the year uh, tattooed around his head is from the long Halloween where Batman has to investigate like somebody is, they call him I think like the holiday killer or holiday murderer, but someone's killing people on holidays and Batman thinks that it's the calendar man, but he knows he's locked up in Arkham. So he goes to like, make sure he's in there. And of course he is. And then it's kind of like this, uh, silence of the lambs with, um, Hannibal Lecter and, um, Clarice and like her going, uh, or Batman going there to like talk with him and kind of get, into the head of the killer to maybe figure out who it is. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's Calendar Man. He He's he's a serial killer who originally, like, murdered people on holidays as well, but this new person is is different. Oh. He's also featured in the, uh, I think, one of the, the original Batman Arkham game. Was he not? Or was he in a different one? No, he, he have, like, he's, uh, yeah. No, he's in, um... Yeah. He's in Arkham City because uh, when you go down, okay. if you go into the courthouse down in the prison cell, you can talk to him. And there's a cool little Easter egg where if you actually go, if you change the date on your PS3, because I think it was when when it was on PS3, you can change it to certain holidays and he'll have stories of his like victims. Like if you change it to ha- uh, Halloween, he'll talk about how he like killed somebody a certain way on Halloween. And then if you change it to Valentine's day, he talks about, he like cut someone's heart out or something like that. Jeez. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I, I, I like seeing Calendar Man. I thought that was fun to throw that in there. Um, I think that's that's pretty much all right. So that's the team. <laughs> I love in the in the mission briefing uh, <laughs> the, the whole King Shark. <laughs> they get to a point where he's doing questions and he just raises his hand. He Amanda Waller's like, yeah. And she's like, he's like, hand. <laughs> and he looks to everybody and just shakes his head like, yeah, I know some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Peacemaker. <laughs> talking about Starfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. That's that's slang for butthole. Does that have anything to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love blood sports like we're all going to fucking die. And then Polka Dot yeah. Man's like, I hope. <laughs> yeah that's when you first like see that he's I don't know like really wonder about him polka dot man like he already looked kind of kind of sketch and then saying that you're like alright so this, this guy you need to really need to watch out <laughs> um they storm the beach and they settle down for the night. And then we get to the scene like you were talking about earlier, Jeremy, where uh, uh, King Shark's getting ready to eat Rat Catcher because, you know, I'm hungry. Yum, yeah. num, num, I'm num, hungry. Num. <laughs> <laughs> and and Blood's, uh, Blood Sports weapon is yeah. dope oh as hell. Like, yeah. that it's, shit is awesome. It's magic. It can just, literally just do anything. It's like a whole like stark kind of weaponry there, like where just something like as big as a pill, you twist it and it pops out like some rocket launcher, basically. Like that scene there where he's like Swiss Army knife and this damn shotgun pistol, what rifle, whatever it is that winds up coming. That scene and then the end scene, yeah. uh, the, the the final Starro battle. Uh, that shit there where he's just pulling shit left and right off of him. I was like, hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. I want a suit like that. Jeez. I, I like, uh, once when they're killing the, uh, the, uh, mercenaries, you see he's got like a slingshot as well where he's like yeah. silently <laughs> killing people. And then he's got like a flamethrower <laughs> and yeah, he's got his, we're getting there. <laughs> his arsenal is, is crazy. Like, um, yeah. It, it kind of makes you, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, because I, I was going to get into this later, but I'll just do now. Like, he kind of has the same powers, uh, like, not just as, like, he he's basically just Deadshot again. You know what I mean? Like, and yes. he even has the same sort of arc as Deadshot. That was the one, that yes. was the one thing that was just very weird to me. It was just like, oh, it's his daughter again. And, I, like, they made yeah. it slightly different where, like, they hate each other, whereas, like, <laughs> Whereas, like, uh, uh, Deadshot was wanting, like, his daughter loved him, and he loved his daughter. Um, right. But, like, I, I gotta say this, as far as, like, TV screen, uh, or a movie, like, adaptations, like, Bloodshot was so much cooler than Deadshot. Or, or not Bloodshot, Bloodsport. See, I'm doing it now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was so yeah. much cooler with all of his, like, tech. And, yeah, like y'all said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I so from my understanding, uh, Will Smith wasn't free to come back. So it's not that they didn't want him back. From my understanding, is that he wasn't free to come back uh, because of the whole COVID thing and whatever else. Just scheduling wasn't right, uh, and so instead of recasting him, they just went ahead and went with a different character 
But again, they could have changed the story or whatever else the case was to not having a daughter or whatever. Maybe that's just the joke of it is that like we know what y'all are thinking. So here we're we're just gonna no. go ahead and acknowledge it. You yeah, know what that, I mean? that's true. I didn't think about that. That that sounds very gun like to just be like, yeah, we get it. He's basically identical to a dead shot. Now, I do I, I do have hopes, though, especially with Gun running this, that maybe we'll get a third one and that we'll get to see Will Smith as Deadshot and Indra's Elba as Bloodsport. You know, maybe they're going after a Peacemaker. That would be cool. I mean, so I don't know. That would be cool. Just me, you know, blowing smoke. Um, But <laughs> so... So they they got Maui backed up against the tree and Ratcatcher, you know, she she's like, oh, he wasn't trying to eat me. And he was like, I'm hungry. And she's like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and so she turns her wand and all the rats from the island, I guess, just start coming over there. And and Bloodsport's about to freak out. And, uh, <laughs> and I think they're towards the end of it. Was it here where where Sebastian was like holding up a leaf? <laughs> yeah, it's here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because it's yeah after uh after the blood sport goes after she right, tells stop. him to leave or something. And like yeah, yeah he's like yeah. quit. Like he's got a thing with, with and then yeah Sebastian brings him the leaf. Like look, she's like oh look, he's bringing you a peace offering. <laughs> he's like, what do I need a leaf for? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck do I need a leaf for? <laughs> What was he expecting a rat to give him as a peace offering, though? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's great. Um, Let's see. All right. All right. So here's probably the the one everybody talks about. We're going to go rescue Rick Flagg. He's kept up at a camp. and, And now it's the dick measuring contest between Bloodsport and peacemaker Richard, I know you're dying to go. Go ahead and go. <laughs> I just, I just love it because it is. It's a dick measure question. Who can kill each other, or who can kill people the best? And like we see this, like I love the scene where peacemaker, like there's a guy, like I don't know, he's like injured or something. It's kind of like their infirmary because he's got like a sheet over him, and peacemaker <laughs> just comes up with an axe. He's just like chut 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 chut, yeah. <laughs> just like stabs him, and then just leaves the axe in him. Um, we, we, uh, we see him like using like a blow dart, which is very weird to me, but I guess that's something yeah. that he has. Uh, and then, yeah, it cuts to like blood sport, uh, using the little like slingshot, just like murdering people left and right. And then like, uh, at one point, uh, blood sport or no, excuse me, peacemaker drops down and he's got like his big long, like fucking gun with the silencer on the end of it and he's shooting people and then we see we see blood sport just like flame throwing everybody and then he shoots like uh peacemaker shoots one in the head and then the best part i think is where uh the this is this is the part how i don't know how you missed but some guy comes out of like a hut and he's just it's just full frontal like he's just hanging dong <laughs> Bloodsport just like shoots him, and then um, and then Peacemaker shoots behind him, and uh, it hits the oh. guy in the shoulder. Oh wait, well, you ahead. gotta wait though. Like you got uh, the the one with Bloodsport 
right before where he shoots the um, the fan and oh, it falls okay. into the bathtub. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got the order wrong. I thought that came after. Uh, yeah, yeah. When he shoots, then Bloodsport shoots like a fan and it falls in and it just like electrifies the guy while he's taking a bath and I think like chops his dick off or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's like blood along in there. And then yeah, then Peacemaker shoots over his shoulder, hits uh, hits a guy in the shoulder, and and I, I just love that scene where uh, Bloodsport is like, you know, it's you lose, that's not a kill shot, and he's just like, uh, it's expanding bullets or something like that, and then it just blows up the guy in this gory yeah. fashion, yeah. and then he's just like, no one likes to show off, and he's like, only when what they're showing is not dope as fuck. <laughs> and then, and then Bloodsport's like, "Fuck, he's right." <laughs> like, I like how Bloodsport even admits, like, that's that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. But we'll have to say on that, like, though, before that, whole, like, is the uh, um, uh, Anawe, like, he he kicks it off by just like the the first kill is him, like, where he just comes from behind and goes and like eats the one guy. <laughs> yes, I was like, well, I mean. If you weren't like kind of a measuring contest there, like he just he just swallowed a guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like oh, that my wife when we were watching that, she's like, I'm here for watching King Shark like tiptoe through the woods. Yes, like, she just she just thought that was hilarious. Just seeing this little sh- giant shark monster just being like, all supposedly quote unquote silent. He's a master of disguise too. Um, so my, my favorite part and the one that I had a problem with, or well, one of my parts that I really enjoyed, but also had a problem with was, you know, we're, we're switching through weapons and we're stabbing people as they're laying on beds and most everything is very, uh, discreet and very much a far away kill. Um, or if it's cl- close, it's really like quick, um, except for, at one point in time, somehow, Bloodsport pulls out like, what's the, what's the weapon called? That's like a mace on a chain. It's like the ball with the chain or whatever. It's either called like a flail or morning star. I think it's a morning star, the one that has like a chain on it <laughs> and spike, like a spiky ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like whipping that thing around, and I'm like, okay, he's about to come up on somebody or whatever, and crack him in the back head. No, there's three guys standing there staring at him. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> How do you just stand there and take it? Like, oh my God. <laughs> so, um, and, and we see, we see Polka Dot, don't we see Polka Dot Man's power here too, where he takes out like a, like a yeah, whole tree, tower. like a whole tower? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we slightly see it. We don't see it in full. They keep hiding it. See, that's what's like, like, I wasn't sure about with his power. So, you know, obviously he gets those little, the, the polka dots, the welts basically all over him. And he says he has to flush them out twice a day. Well, you see it that first time there in the, at the campfire, whenever they first get on the beach, you see him like walk off and basically vomit polka dots, I guess. But, Ejaculate. And, yeah. Um, oh, God. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, you, you, to me, it doesn't really show 
ever show like how he gets those polka dots to where he can just shoot them out like for, from his like I guess some kind of pack he keeps on his arm or whatever. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. His his like power never really made sense to me. I just assumed it was like those either he stores it in that little gauntlet or he can like the gauntlet just pulls it away from his body so he can release them. Um, because he doesn't when he vomits he's it store them in there somehow, I guess. Well, I, I, um, I think when he goes to vomit it, he's not wearing those gauntlets at the time. So that's why he just literally like, which uh, I don't even know if he does. He, does it actually show it? Cause he goes behind like, yeah, it doesn't actually show it like how they come out or anything. It just shows him go behind a bush and then it just lights up as it like all the different. It looks colors. like he's going to take a shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a massive hole there, whether it's vomit, yeah, shit, exactly. piss, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Like, there's got to be this massive hole yeah. in the ground. <laughs> yeah. But isn't correct me if I'm wrong, because I can't. I get them too confused because they're literally the same kind of character. In Marvel, there's a guy called I think Spot, who's like he's a he he just wears like an all white, uh, like costume with like no face or anything, and then he has like a black spot, and he can open up black holes and like travel through them in dimensions and stuff. But isn't polka dots oh. man's power the same thing? Like it's just in this movie, no. But I mean, like in the comics, isn't it like just like it, it's like dimension like it's like a portal to like a different dimension well that's what he he says in there in the movie is that it's some he said it's interdimensional something well he says he was injected with an interdimensional virus and that's what that's what gave him the powers to of polka dots (laughs) but i just assumed the reason why his power so op like is that it's literally like a portal so that's why it's like cutting chunks out of things but I, oh. I i don't know anyway i was just i was thinking about that i should probably do research um but anyway <laughs> i was gonna say I, I didn't look into it at all i just went and enjoyed the movie because i was like yeah. it's, it's a suicide squad like nobody's gonna make it out of this probably um we, we, we finally make it through these people that have kidnapped our precious rick flag just to find out that that son of a bitch is sitting there having tea with them, <laughs> and they're all really the good guys. They're revolting against the government that has uh, captured Harley Quinn. So I love, I love that. Like, Eric, why didn't why didn't my men alert me? They're like, we 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 didn't see any. We I don't know. We didn't see any guys. <laughs> and like they're covered in blood. I love how they're all at the the front, <laughs> and you see them all, and they're all ready to go. And then they kind of look around at each other, and then Maui just sticks his head to the curtain. It's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he coughs up the finger too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where they're like, they're like, we oh, didn't see any people, and then now he's like, <clears throat> and it just like falls down. <laughs> also, I gotta say, uh, in my opinion, if they're supposed to be the good guys and take down the government, like the government took down like the first team, and like. It's pretty later on in the movie. It's pretty hard for the other like uh, team B or whatever to take on. So, if like my reasoning is, is if the Suicide Squad can take them out like with ease, how are they expecting to overthrow the government? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't planning on battling superpower people. I mean, just normal folk. You know, just shoot and kill. 
I'm just saying the government's army does a good job at like almost nearly killing the Suicide Squad. So, but anyway, look that that one guy that got hit. Okay, he just woke up from from being asleep. He had a shirt on, his dick hanging out, and he was drinking a cup of coffee. Like <laughs> he was just trying to welcome the day <laughs> and get a nice breeze on his balls. That's all it was. Just how everybody capped, should. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. All right. So from here we get an introduction of Starro, which was, by the way, the Justice League's first villain. Yes. From Who's Brave and the Bold, number twenty nine. Are you flipping kidding me, Jeremy? Right now. <laughs> you like. You should know by now. I have no idea who any anybody is, other than well, they even call him Starro. Made... Who? Who? The giant starfish. Oh, the, the, Star- the, ah, sorry. The I'm giant just... alien. Yeah, huh? sorry. <laughs> having, a, having a brain fart, obviously. I was waiting for it. That's the only reason I was giving you shit, because I knew you, I knew you uh, were having a brain fart. Like. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> I like Peter Capaldi as, as a thinker. I yes, like, I think, yes. I think that was a good cast. So. I, like yeah, after I, whenever he came in, at first my the uh, my, my first thought was I wish they had made uh, Doc from uh, Back to the Future. I can't remember his actual name. Christopher Lloyd. Oh shit! Yeah, I huh? like Christopher. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes. Like I almost like part of me was like whenever because I, I didn't realize that it was uh, uh that it was. Doctor Who basically played play it. Um, I didn't realize it was him at first, and I was like, "Man, I've been really cool to see Christopher Lloyd as that as the thinker guy." That started being awesome, but then seeing it and like realizing who that was, I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, that that was a that was a really cool one." I, I like seeing him do that <laughs> that part. Uh, the I loved back to what you were saying. I loved that they decided to make Starro the like giant monster for the suicide squad to fight in this um just because like you said it was the first like the first uh justice league like villain that they had to fight uh i just really i thought that was great i remember when the trailers came out and i was like they showed like a i forget which trailer it was but anyway it shows um starro and i was like Holy shit, they're putting Starro in this movie? I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? This is awesome. Uh, but yeah, anyway. And I, I gotta correct myself, actually. It's not Brave and the Bold 29, it's Brave and the Bold 28. Um, oh. But I, I I had my... What about uh, the wrong issue and have been so mad? Uh, yeah, because yeah, that's a lot of different money. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I actually have 29. Um, anyways. Uh, I, I was glad to see that they got... I, I was skeptical about Starro to begin with. Because I, I don't know any Starro stories other than that's the first you know villain for the Justice League. Um, and the first appearance of the Justice League, too. Yeah. Uh, but they did a really good job with him as a villain. Like, I know you don't really get him till the last, you know, third of the movie, if even a quarter of the movie. But like that was a really good job, I yeah. thought, and I and I got like the kaiju feel of it too. Like it was, you know, 
like a, a Pacific Rim or Godzilla King Kong type. Like, <laughs> and I, I love those movies. So yeah. I was down for it then. I thought it was really cool that they said the kaiju and they had um, the guy. I can't, again, I'm horrible with actual actors' names, but Bloodsport. He's you know he was the main one of the main characters in Pacific Rim as well. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh yeah, that's true. I f- I totally forgot Idris Elba was in that movie. Yep. Yeah, he's like the main canceling the apocalypse. Yeah, which so so since we're go ahead. Oh, when I was just say like on the the whole Starro thing real quick is like when they first did it and I ugh, I <laughs> it was I, I just I hate face huggers. I hate them. Like when they did the whole alien thing, like it just it's just so nasty to me. And they did that. I never really, obviously, I, I didn't know who Star Wars was. I, I, I never really looked into it or anything like that. But and they did the whole face hugger thing. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, ugh. Oh, man. I, would, I, I forgot. I should have told you. <laughs> it's been like, strap in, Jeremy. You're in for a ride because there's a lot of. <laughs> A Those lot things of just horror. give me the willies. I'm like, oh, especially, uh. especially at the end of the movie when you see like one of them yeah. gets like ripped off and like half yeah. their face is gone. His whole face <laughs> is gone. I'm like, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> see, if you'd warned him, we would have got this reaction. This is so much better. I'm never telling you about a face hugger thing ever again, <laughs> oh especially gosh. for reviewing it. You, you're watching, yeah. You'll never know. It'll be like a lottery for you now. Uh-huh. <laughs> see. Since we're talking Pacific Rim, Indra Elba, can we please, for the love of God, and I can't even think of his name now, um, he played in Sons of Anarchy. Charlie, uh... And he played... Hang on, Charlie... Hunnam. Char- yes. Charlie Hunnam. Yes! Can we please get him as Green Arrow? Can we please, please get him as Oliver Queen? Please. Which please. one did he play in Pacific Somebody. Rim? He's the main character in Pacific Rim. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's the main guy that like loses his brother and then has to sink. Yeah, uh, what's her face? I can't think of her name right now. Dude's a decent actor. Like he can do it. It's a serious role. He does serious pretty well. I mean, come on, like Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy's a hit. Um, and he looks exact. Like get the goatee on him. He looks exactly like him. Exactly from the comics. Come on, come on. DC make that shit happen. Do you want? Boxing glove arrow, green arrow, or are, are you wanting like the CW, like ripping off Batman arrow? Definitely not CW ripping off Batman. Boxing glove green arrow. Yeah, green arrow has a iconic arrow in his quiver where he pulls it out, and when he launches it, right before the arrow hits you, the tip expands, and a boxing glove is there, and it like punches the guy out. Huh. That sounds so vulgar. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> the way it, it can if you want it to be. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> right before it hits you, the tip expands. <laughs> I was trying to be. <laughs> it's metaphorical. <laughs> um, I was trying to describe it for listeners, <laughs> like just. Um, I, I do not want Green Arrow porno. Is what I don't want. <laughs> Too bad. There's probably already one out there. I guarantee yeah. you it. 
Oh, shit. All right. Let's... <laughs> I created a monster. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Kamaki pasta. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. So after we get our introduction of the thinker and Starro, we get to find out where Harley is. And we have, to me, a whole, what, maybe 15 minutes of BS. Yeah. That really just leads to her getting yes. put in a prison cell, which we could have done. Yeah. What? With the president? Yes. Yeah. That's in love with her and wants to marry her. What the hell was that about? Like, I'm so glad we're in agreement there. Uh, that's one of the things I was going to bring up is just how, like, was that just a bad time? Like, did they need, like, a certain been. time? Because that arc went nowhere. Uh, other than maybe they're just trying to show that she's no longer, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's no longer part of, like, she's done with the Joker is what I'm trying to say. Um, oh, yeah. Like, in other words, she's just like, I'm done being a crazy man's plaything like I, that's the only thing i can come to reason uh it, it was just a waste of time yeah even like all the extra yeah they put in a lot of effort just for absolutely no point to it really except for maybe like what you said just the whole making sure it was like ah she's done with crazy guys kind of thing maybe sort of yeah, I was gonna say it's like not not really, but you know, as she proved how crazy she was by killing him. I mean, I I think it was more that Harley Quinn sells, and oh yeah, definitely, pretty much everybody else on here is a no name, and uh, we need Margot Robbie to have so many lines in this movie for her to you know make her money that she's gonna get off of this movie, like. I mean, that in the patent time, like, you know, it's it's going to have to be this many minutes long. No, it don't. That was that was 15 minutes we could have done without. Mm -hmm. We didn't need that. Didn't need it at all. Now, the, the monologue she had there at the end was the best part of the whole thing, where she's basically uh, being a therapist to herself with the guy <laughs> dying at her Bleeding feet. Bleeding out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was the best part of the, the whole entire thing. Um, but I could have done without that. We could have just gone straight to her being tortured in a dungeon cell. And yeah. I'd been like, oh, well, that's where she went. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah, because like, it, really, like, I mean, you, you see her being captured there. So you figured she's going some kind of prison cell or something. But then, nope, she gets dolled up as like a princess, basically. It's like she said. And I, I mean, it was one of those like whenever he was sitting there talking. I, I just you knew he was going to die. Like, whenever he's doing his whole monologue, looking out the window, as soon as he turned around, like, he, I knew he was going to die. I didn't know exactly what she was going to do, but you just kind of knowing Harley and knowing whatever, like, he just figured he was a dead man. So, sure enough. <laughs> yeah, you you, right. you knew he was going to die just for the fact that, like, he's not a comic book character, and it's, they're not going to bring him back for the sequel. Like, <laughs> like that's why I was just kind of like, "What are we doing here?" Um. Anyway, I, I'm sorry, but those poor birds. Yeah, like right? they didn't do a daggone thing to you. Right? What's the point in that? That fucking asshole, like, yeah. just torches it for no reason. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, man, this is wrong. Like, I, yeah, I, I was like, why? Why they did? They were just there minding their own business, you know. 
living a trapped life, and then <laughs> they just get burned to death. I mean, what? Didn't, just, he, didn't even have a chance to fly away. No. Nope. This is terrible. <laughs> poor, poor birds. Um, so I, I like their escort, Milton, that the, the Suicide Squad eventually get, <laughs> and the fight seemed to get Milton. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and King Shark would, <laughs> right as he's about to get the guy, you hear, nom nom, <laughs> and the dude's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, was it there when they're packing the car with all their stuff and they're talking about going into town? Oh, yeah. And, the, and, the, uh, the disguises. <laughs> oh, yeah. There with the, I'll put his, on a fake mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. around his finger on his, on his lip. Like, no, blood sports is still packing up. Like, it doesn't, no, it doesn't work. Like, Peacemaker's like, that's the worst fake mustache ever. And he goes, fuck. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> so bad for him. Yeah, I know. I know, and then, like, you just... I mean, I know we're skipping ahead a little bit with this, but, like, in relation to that, where he was wanting to go with them and be disguised, they, you know, there later on, where they were there in the bar or whatever, disguised, and he just, they just pan out to him real quick, and he's just basically there, just holding his knees, kind of, like, rocking back and forth, almost like, I don't know, just sitting here, and you just feel so bad for him, like, yeah, this poor guy, <laughs> he just wants to be a part of it. I didn't realize the bar that they were going to nab the thinker from was a strip club. Like, I never got that. I just thought it was a bar the whole time until I how had to go back and do the rewatch. That? What do you mean, how did I not? I had to sit there. I'm like, all right. I mean, anytime you've ever seen a strip, like in Deadpool, he goes into the strip bar to go, you know, meet his, his girl. And it's like, he is clearly in a strip club. Like, there's no denying that that's not a strip club. Well, they were also and, in the U.S. Then, too. Yeah, I was just about to say. Ah, but that was an uh, American strip club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and those are very distinctively different. I'm sorry. I, I, I've not been well-versed in outside of United States. <laughs> you haven't been well-versed really in, in strip the United clubs? States strip clubs. Like, I had to, like, read the signs and shit to find it out. And then finally on the replay, I'm like, oh, well, that chick's, like, fully naked out there on the balcony. No wonder. This is definitely a strip club now, if not a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i've only heard stories about strip clubs i've never been in one don't really care to go to one so i i just i know what i see in the movies and what i hear from people and you know that that i was just like oh well there's a strip club okay then cool so <laughs> i like that they get lit <laughs> before they go to uh <laughs> execute this plan and you see Polka Dot Man on the dance floor, and he's just having the time of his life. Oh, God. <laughs> Until you see that uh, for the second time in the movie, everybody around him is his mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It took me a second to realize that, too. Like, he was just out there, and then I, I glanced. I was like, wait. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. This got a lot darker. I, uh... I love that. Like, I just love James Gunn's, like, dark sense of humor. Uh, Yeah, we we skipped over that, but I love the part when he's talking about his, like, origin story of his powers. And, you know, he eventually says, like, well, what happened to your, you know, your brothers and sisters? He's like, some died, you know. And he's like, well, what happened to your mom? And he's like, or where'd where'd your mom go? And he's like, she's everywhere. And then we see, like... (laughs) Like, 
his mom <laughs> version of the like all of, of the Suicide Squad. Even in our way. Like, yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. All blue back there. Yep. But yeah, then we see him on the um, dance floor again. Yeah, yeah. So they wind up executing the plan to get to nab the thinker. Uh, and then I guess the authorities come in because they realize there's Americans there to, to I guess. Yeah, because that was after the general just did the awful, horrible. Of, yeah, general torch birds. We'll just call yeah. them that. And then he told he basically told the military to saying, "Hey, you know, obviously they they didn't just send that one squad. There's got to be more Americans." So, just yeah. he dispatched all of them saying, "Go look for Americans." And so that was where they come in, and that yeah, that's all they were looking for is just just the Americans. So, and Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man make it out of the strip club with the Thinker, and they get him back to the van with Maui, and they start taking off. Uh, Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and Flag all get captured. Flag gets captured again. And I really thought that Peacemaker's arm was going to get like ripped off or something <laughs> trying to drive that car oh, through yeah. the hole <laughs> in the Damn. armored wall. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I was not thrilled with the fight scene that was in there. And the, the, the car crash at the end was the coolest part. Because they're walking out looking like yeah. National Lampoon's vacation or something. Yeah, <laughs> I was really wondering if they were going to do like the whole like explosion behind them or something while they're while they're walking or like, but like be one of those where like explodes them and like everybody falls to their face forward or whatever. But I mean, I, but as far as like in the in the vehicle, like the one thing that I thought was was kind of cool was the little setup to the like that one where you're talking about like that that one uh, one hit kill type thing and the guy was I don't know if you remember that where he was basically talking asking the people that were riding if they had heard about it and they were like said something along the lines of you know um, like saying that they have heard of it but you know it's never been never worked or something and he said you know well uh, if it's like it was never done by somebody basically who knew what they were doing or were good at it and you hear uh, either Peacemaker or flag say on one and he goes on one and they go one and all three of them hit him and kill all three guys right there instantly so <laughs> i thought that was kind of cool set, setting that whole thing up but the rest of it yeah i mean you had you had to shoot the driver like i mean that just did why didn't you shoot the other guy first <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah and then they like that whole setup there was where they were i love like throughout the whole movie they get the does in the background like where on whenever they came out of the the van uh, the armored vehicle and so it shows the uh operation jodenheim in the background i love how they did that all throughout the movie like doing those different things like where oh yeah while, or three hours earlier or eight de- like eight days earlier whatever it was bring bring me the heads of the suicide squad i think it was one um yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I really like that was a nice little touch that James Gunn did of like the I don't know, the like different arcs of yeah. of, of the story. Yeah, and that's where it turned in for like it was it was originally our Operation Jotunheim, and then it goes to Operation Harley. And yeah. They go to her scene and which I that whole interrogation scene was awesome to me. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> the the interrogation scene to me I like it was 
I realized, you know, I, I knew once the dude walked out of the room, I was like, all right, well, this is what I, this is when she's going to break out. She's going to do some kind of acrobatic something or other, and she's going to, you know, snap this dude's neck or something somehow. And then, you know, that's pretty much what happened. And, uh, and the strength like, that she had to have to pick that guy up. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a movie, obviously, but like in my mind, just thinking about it, like that's how she was just, just pulling herself up and holding him. I was like, good Lord. So, <laughs> um, I like, they made her a badass for the most part. Like she handled herself, you know, Oh yeah, just whipping around, <laughs> shooting folks as they were coming through whatever doorway it was as they were going through. They were coming through. She just, I don't know. I, that uh, one the, guy, the, like, the flowers threw me off. I, oh. I like that. I liked the, um, I think it's kind of her thing. Well, I just liked one. I liked it. It was, it was like a beautiful scene where like there was no blood and instead of blood, it was like flowers and birds and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I, I obviously springtime. it's springtime. Yeah. It was showing, I don't know, I guess it could be seen a different ways. Like maybe, you know, it's, it's in, obviously it's in Harley's like psyche and we're sort of seeing what she sees and maybe she, she finds, uh, either she finds blood like, you know, detestable and she just sort of envisions that instead or maybe she finds violence beautiful, so that's why she sees it. It could be taken many ways, but I, I I found that scene really, really beautiful when she's like just murdering people and like flowers and birds and stuff are like sprouting from them. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of also like to me, whenever I think about her is kind of, that's the mindset of her that I think as far as like, she's like in her inner monologue is she's a little, a little girl, basically a little princess. And you even see it like, like I said before, whenever she was in the, uh, in that limousine going to the president's and she, she saw her like, it's like, Oh, I'm a princess. So like, I don't know. That's probably, I mean, kind of to me, that's how she is anyway. Just, she sees flowers and rainbows. (laughs) I, the the best part to me was like I, I love the the scene where she's in the cells and she's using the doors and shit like that like that was really cool to me yeah I love that and uh and how she's handling all the guys but she finally gets to the outside and like everything's normal and she's just she's just calling a cab <laughs> but then you look behind her and there's like flower petals and stuff just falling yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god like at that point in time like we're not seeing it through her eyes like it's it's something in like it was. I don't know. It was its own thing then, or something. I don't know. It was. I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. So uh, she uh, she notices flag and them crossing the street, <laughs> and she oh she gets her javelin back in there as yeah. well. Uh, so she she stops the cab and she runs around the corner and and, and peacemakers getting ready to pop this lady that's the only one he sees and. Flag's like on my count, and she's like, "Hey, what you guys doing?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we were uh, we were getting ready to save you, and it was a pretty damn good plan too." <laughs> well, well, I'll go back inside if you still want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love I love in that too that Bloodsport is just wearing his helmet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's funny he's got too. like a white shirt and like some pants, but he's got his helmet on. <laughs> With this, yeah, I, I love, <laughs> and we also get the in that scene. We also get where uh, <laughs> Bloodsport says, 
We got the guy wearing a toilet seat for a helmet back here. <laughs> and Baker's like, it's not a toilet seat. It's a beacon for peace. Oh, no, it's a beacon for, pre- for freedom. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the dumbest looking helmet I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. I don't know who made that, but oh, my God. That's what he looks like, though. I, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why someone thought that looked cool when they were designing that way back yeah. in the day. And I love, like, during the whole, like, they're getting all amped up, like, and doing all their checks before going up there, you know, before Bloodsport starts crawling up. <laughs> they do, like, the comms check, and, like, no, no, it comes on, he goes, bird. And then you just hear Flag goes, no, way, stay off the comms. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> I like that Ratcatcher gets the, the code name Ratatouille. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I also I also like that the peacemaker has on this this small shirt that's like a a, a schmedium for him, and uh, and you just see just a little bit of his tummy right there, his pant line. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's funny. I just I think either. that's hilarious. I <laughs> um. All right, where do we go? We, we've saved Harley. We go to the lab of Starro next. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where they're using the rain as cover and everything. Yeah, yeah, they, they're all back together. They use the rain as cover. They get in. They use the thinker to get oh. past all the codes. They're putting. Yeah, and I love the like that little. I think it was in the trailer too, but like where they were talking about like you give us wrong information, you die. And Harley comes up and basically like. <laughs> You cough without covering your your mouth, you die. <laughs> what she said something else too. I forget what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Your the car tags one. are expired. Yeah, I think. that's it. That's it. And then like, hey, then flag comes up and he's like, no, just, just forget those last three. And he's like, but, like, but you know, don't use that as an excuse to not cover your mouth when you cough. <laughs> you, you still need to do that. <laughs> I thought with us coming out of COVID, that was, that was a pretty funny joke. I, I did too. I I, I really kind of think James Gunn put that in there because of COVID. <laughs> we also learned from from the thinker that uh, the U.S. actually got Starro, brought him back, and yeah. made a deal with whichever island this was and and country this was, and uh, to do experiments on him. And so the U.S. is actually doing all the testing and all this other, like, they're responsible for that. And that was the whole reason for the Suicide Squad going in. But to weaponize them. Yeah, that was the big twist. Can we also talk about how it's implied that the thinker, uh, Peter Capaldi's character, was having, like, he was doing experiments on Starro and, like, the different, like, people that were, like, converted into Starro-controlled people. He was having sex with some of them. Like, really? Yeah. I didn't catch that. No, yeah. no. Yeah, it's I'm glad that I, is. I'm glad I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they get done playing all the charges and stuff like that. And then Ratcatcher and Flag and Capaldi or the Thinker all go downstairs where the, the lab is for Star. And you see all these people that are like got face huggers on. And uh, they're 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 crying for help and this that and another and you can see his work area and half torn bodies and bodies that are open up and whatever else and and they're complaining to Ratcatcher and Flag about you know what all he's done to him and stuff and and they're like 
yeah, he, he's even had his way with some of us. And Capaldi's like, meh. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> all for science. Yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt so bad for King Short because he goes to the aquarium oh, yeah. and he sees these little cute cuddly things and they're mimicking him and he's all happy and excited and he's running around and they're chasing him. I'm like, oh, it's like a little kid with other friends and they're chasing each other. And they wind up being like these, you know, alien sucker fish things. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> what were those things? Piranhas. Uh-huh. They had to have been aliens. Yeah, that's the only thing I been. could think of was that they had to be alien because like we see earlier on in the movie, King Shark, Nanawe, whatever, takes like uh, blood sports, like shotgun blast, like multiple yeah. times, and it doesn't break his skin. But this creature somehow is able to break Nanawe's skin. So I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were some nasty little things. So, <laughs> so we also get where uh, blood sport. Polka Dot Man, um, Harley, Milton, and and Milton. Yes, Who? they all get up. Who's Milton? It, oh. <laughs> 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 These guards come in <laughs> to 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 shut them down, and uh, and so Milton gets shot, and Polka Dot Man takes care of the guards, and and they Milton's gone. Polka Dot Man's really upset that Milton's gone, and. <laughs> And uh, and Harley's like, uh, uh, who's who's Milton? He's like, are you being serious? Like he's been mad. with us he's the whole time. She's <laughs> like, I, I would have remembered the Milton. You don't, you don't, you don't hear that name very often. I would have, I would have known a Milton. <laughs> and I don't know what it was that finally made her remember. But she's like, oh yeah, that guy, Milton. She, I think it's because when she finally like, like leaned out and looked and saw him dead she's like oh milton oh yeah milton. yeah that was it <laughs> uh, uh i love seeing also we finally get to see polka dot man's like power like in its full like regalia don't we at that point yeah after the milton joke uh, a few more guards code to come in and they drop the c4 and milton turns around to like because he's pissed and uh and he starts letting polka dots go yeah and yeah. Uh, harley's like no you know and it blows yeah so i was just saying it just looks really it was beautiful but also like just gory <laughs> it's all hell as it's yeah. just like eating chunks <laughs> away at people just the, the slow motion just to be able to actually see it though you know the Essentially, the one and only good time. Yeah, throughout yeah. the whole movie, um, that blows up the top half. You know, we get our chance of running and jumping and and getting to safety and all that other jazz. I I thought Nanawe was dead. Yeah, I did too. Fell out of there. I, I was like, oh dang, man! And then they start shooting him, and he starts flinching. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> I, I I sat cheered. When he started flinching, I was like, at first, I was like, man, that's like ridiculous. Come on, like, dude's dead. And then he started like moving his arm and stuff. And I was like, oh, yes, he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was happy he was alive. Same. Um, And th- we got another cutaway scene at that point in time, or a little bit before that, actually, I think. And uh, 
basically, Peacemaker is there. Peace, Peacekeeper, sorry. Peacekeeper's there to... Um, He's like on a side project deal, I guess, with for Waller or whatever to get the actual drive well, and bring it back uh, to her. No, 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 no. That was no, no, no. Flag, Flag had decided that he was after learning that the government, the U.S. government, was all actually part of it. He was going to take that hard drive and release it to everybody, show like where the government messed up in this. But Peacemaker or whatever, whichever one he was, Peacemaker, Peacekeeper. Um, he had like come down there and had said, you know, I had been given the task of making sure everything in here was cleared out like that. That was suicides. Their squad's main goal was to get everything erased out of there. And flag had d- decided to s- to flip on that after hearing that the U S had so much to deal with it. And so that's the reason why I Peacemaker and Flag were getting into it. Um, so we, we uh, you're right, Jeremy. Uh, we get a fight scene with uh Flag and Peacemaker, and it's over the drive, and uh, Flag gets got with yeah. like a piece of toilet seat or something like that. Yeah, or some kind of porcelain or something, don't he? Yeah, yeah. where Peacemaker shoves it in his chest. Yeah, leave it to uh. Once again, leave it to James Gunn to, like, I did not give two shits about Rick Flagg in the previous movie, but I was, like, upset by the end of this movie that he was he was killed. I really thought he was going to win, too. That was the other thing. Yeah, I did, too. Um, I was rooting for him, honestly. Yeah, same. Uh, I like that it wasn't just a normal kill. I like that it was a straight-up, like, you see it go in him, and now we're going to see an internal picture of it stabbing his heart. Like, bruh is dead. He ain't coming back. That's not how this works. Like, this ain't one yeah. of those comic book movies. This ain't a comic book. Like, he's dead. So, I like the the clarification there where it's not like a, well, he didn't die on scene. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, And it kind of feels like that was all a waste, because then you get... Peacemaker going after Ratcatcher because now she has a drive and she's got a big heart and she wants to to you know live out Flag's plan and uh, so he's after her. Wait, hang on a sec. So like kind of right before like your part of their you know what set it up up that like was they Peacemaker was asking Flag to put that back basically and then that's whenever the whole floor came falling in on him. And it finally ends up back to there that scene with them. <laughs> and it shows Thinker gets like get tangled up and wrapped up by pulled by Starro out there and just <laughs> Yeah, him dangling and then all of a sudden Starro just rips him in half and throws him up against the that window. And that's what I was talking about, like we're just in the background, because that was whenever Flag and uh Peacemaker were waking up and it shows Flag maybe. Or no, it shows Peacemaker waking up first, I think. But like the window was behind him, and like it was right right after, or uh, that thinker got thrown up against the window, and his his entrails and everything are just sliding down the glass while Pe- Peacemaker was waking up. I, just, I was like, oh, that's that's lovely. <laughs> but yeah, Ratcatcher gets a she grabs that drive, and she I love, I love that Sebastian shows her 
how to get out of there as well. And she she takes off. I love Sebastian. He's yeah. awesome. Um. So, Bloodsport from the fall because he he didn't make the jump like everybody else did. He's hanging on by a thread, literally, and falls on some concrete and takes that for a ride down. I don't know five flights. Yeah, at least <laughs> it seemed like it just it just get. Yeah, like six Bump. stories. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> just for him to have a was it smaller bullet? Yeah, yeah. Than a peacemaker. I like that <laughs> bringing her back around the Chekhov's gun, or in this case, Bloodsport's gun. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, movie lingo: Chekhov's gun is like whenever you introduce an element like a gun it has to be fired at some point in the movie. So, like, then bringing up the smaller bullet, like, he uses a smaller bullet at the end. Uh, I like that. Clip's old peacemaker in the neck, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we think peacemaker's dead. And uh, they get out, Starro's out, Starro starts to uh, send all Starro's younglings face hugging younglings to, to everybody that's around and I was just glad to see that Maui's face was uh Maui, Manau, whatever his name is it's, it was too big <laughs> I thought it was hilarious it just, <laughs> it's like he just stood there like it was like little gnats or mosquitoes hitting him like what get off me like what is this <laughs> I like to see Ratcatcher's uh, mask I think oh, maybe yeah. the second time in the movie that was mm. cool um, and then Bloodsport, of course, popping every single one of them. Yeah, well, he had a mask, didn't he? Have his mask Mm-mm. on too? Nope, he was just shooting them all before they got to him. No, all right then. <laughs> um, then we got Kaiju Starro that's terrorizing the city. Waller's threatening to uh to explode their heads, the Suicide Squad's heads, because they're not listening. And uh, <laughs> well, I guess one chick just had enough of it. Yeah, a golf <laughs> and club. hit her with a golf golf club. <laughs> Which uh, those people, I I wouldn't be surprised in the HBO show they're dead by the end of it. Like I just knowing Waller and the type of character she is, I, they did a great job portraying her. Like you know where she threatens Bloodsports like daughter. And they're like, you know, are you serious about her daughter? And she's like, yes. I'm like, to me, I remember saying to my wife, I'm like, yes. And she would sleep like a fucking baby, like (laughs) after doing that. Like, that's the type of that's the type of woman that Amanda Waller is. Uh, And anyway, um, when uh, when they hit her over the head with a golf club, I'm just like, those people are dead. Like, (laughs) but. I mean, I know we see them in the Stinger, but I'm just like, so that HBO series, I just imagine they're dead <laughs> later on. Like, a Waller's going to hire somebody, and they're just going to get, like, snuffed out in the middle of the night. Um. So, of course, Suicide Squad goes to help. <laughs> I like that uh, the dead, dead Bloodsport becomes the, uh, the leader that uh, Waller said she'd make him into. And he starts spitting out orders, and he looks over at King Shark, and he's like, "Nom nom, over there." Yeah. And the shark's like, "Nom nom." It's like, "Yeah, nom nom, go." 
and takes off and starts to you on sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks over at Polka Dot Man. And he's like, "It's your mom." <laughs> and so yeah. we just see this kaiju size <laughs> of a mother of his sitting there, and he just starts flinging darts. <laughs> yeah. And then his redeeming moment, I'm a fucking superhero! And then he dies. In, splat. <laughs> In pure James Gunn fashion, he he dies immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, this is what, this is where we get the, uh, the Swiss Army uh, pistol scene where he just starts taking off stuff yeah. Bloodsport does. Just left and right, just using this, using that, and the, and the Starro people just keep taking it from them and whatnot like that. I don't know. I love that scene. I think yeah. that's the best scene out of the whole movie for me. Like, that was just the coolest part. So. Yeah, and I, I loved, like, with that whole thing, you know, he had been doing all that, and he finally was getting cap, basically getting captured by him, and he saw um, Ratcatcher getting up there, and she was about to try to I guess start start summoning her all the rats, but um Star was about to like stomp on her pretty much and he was Bloodsport um was able to he saw that and of course his redeeming factor there and he was able to break through break free from him and take off and uh get there just in time as as usual kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it was still I think a really cool cool scene there just being able him to be able to keep his word to her basically he uh yeah he he, he saved her from starro and then she saved him from all the rats yeah. that were running over the top of them <laughs> oh man I, like i i was gonna bring that up when uh back when we were talking about um ninawe trying to eat her but at i remember watching that and when she summons the rats i'm like what the fuck are a bunch of rats gonna do to ninawe and then by the end of this movie, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like billions of rats just like eating. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I thought that was insane. Yeah, like, the, it, but it was also really cool. Like, you know, that it was a second time where uh, Star was using the the characters to say like, "The city is mine," mm-hmm. and she she goes, "No, the city is theirs." Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they like come just storming out, and I was like. Ah, oh, I mean, like that's that's like kind of cool to like just see them come together like that. But then also, I'm like, how many rats are living where we are? Like, <laughs> just eight huh? trillion. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, which sorry, we didn't even bring up. Take Watiti is Rat Catcher One. Oh, is he? Yeah the 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 director of. <laughs> Uh, Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi, is the Ratcatcher's father. I thought that was really cool. Oh, and that is cool. I didn't even know that. I I, cool. I like surprise appearances of uh, Taika Waititi. So he um, wasn't he? In, didn't he do the robot in um, Mandalorian? Yes, he as plays well? IG Eleven. Yeah. I think or whatever that. I forget the name of him, but yeah, he plays the uh, the droid. The bounty, is the bounty hunter droid? Yeah, that eventually yeah. gets repurposed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. 
He also di- he also directed that last episode of the first season. You know, where it's the episode where it starts off and they're trying to shoot the stormtroopers are trying to shoot uh some kind of creature and they keep missing at the very beginning of the episode. Anyway, he directed that episode. It's it's the last episode of the of the first season. But yeah, so I love that like that basically in that scene too with the um when rats come out like <laughs> Harley finally gets her fulfillment of carrying this spear around and the javelin with her and she just like I didn't expect that part though like I, I thought like she'd just go and like stab the eye and like hang there or something or maybe ride it down. I didn't expect her to go like all the way into the eye. <laughs> Yeah, like in yeah, like you can see the cornea and like once again, (laughs) weirdly it's beautiful. Like you know what I mean? Like with all the like rats and stuff pouring in and everything and the light shining, and you can see like all the like innards of like an eyeball. Uh, Yeah, it was weirdly beautiful. No, that was gross as hell. I'm sitting there (laughs) thinking. What is she doing opening her eyes? This ain't no damn swimming pool. There ain't no chlorine in there. That shit is filthy. What are you doing? Get the fuck out of his eye. It's not just filthy. It's an alien organism. So God knows what it is. I was like, oh my God. That's disgusting. Uh I was like, what? And she's just sitting there smiling all the time. Like, I'm like, you're getting it in your mouth. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, uh. Maybe maybe she likes sushi and it tastes like that. <laughs> oh my god! And then like, oh. yeah, you see all the like them like crawling into every like little thing in there. All the little rats crawling inside, and I'm like, okay, you need to get out of this thing for like he's he's going down. So uh, what what bothered me about the ending here, the 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 final battle and the way it wins. I looked over at my wife and I see all these rats and they're coming in and they're chewing on shit. They're killing this, killing Starro. And I said, oh, well, it's a war of the world ending. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, well, war of the worlds. We were invaded by space aliens and we were completely supposed to just be devastated because of their technological advances and whatnot like that. And uh, in the end, it was parasites that killed them. They couldn't, they could not handle the parasites. I said, alien here? Massively going to take over everything with their little starro breed that's that's, face huggers. And it's the rats or parasites that take it out. And that's it. Done. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's, that just ruined it for me a little bit. I think it was still good. I, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. I mean, like, one of them's actually, like, germs, and then the other one is, like, a rat, but rat, I guess, to Starro is kind of like a germ, except for yeah. I've never had a germ, like, tear open my eyeball and, and try and eat it out. <laughs> um, but, no, yeah, I get that. No, that's a, that's a cool correlation. And you get, like, that, with that, you get, like, one, at the end there, you get, like, one kind of almost tug at your heartstrings for for Starro, where he was like, I was perfectly happy just laying there watching the stars. Basically, like, 
I, to me, I was, I, I guess I was referring back to before he got captured by the U.S. government, just floating around. Yeah. Looking. And he was perfectly fine, but then. Free? Yeah. Um, Deadshot makes a deal. What Deadshot? Bloodsport makes a deal with Waller that, you know, the video has been uploaded to a server. And as long as him, Ratcatcher, King Shark, and Harley are made free to go, uh, then she can, I guess, have access to it or they'll be destroyed or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I like the joke there at the end of, you know, Harley looking over at Bloodsport and being like, well, that was fun, Milton. <laughs> or something along those lines. He's like, my name's not Milton. She's like, yeah, it is. We just had a whole conversation about it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Too. Uh, <laughs> then you just get the, well, the that also that redeeming factor there that we talked about at the beginning too, where his blood sports daughter was watching the whole news coverage of it, and she's like, "Hey, that's my dad," and all teary eyed and yeah. everything. Well, it's because I mean, you know, he's basically sat there and said, "I didn't want to be a dad. I didn't want to be your dad. I, I didn't want to have anything to do with anything. I have no good in me." That's that's has been his whole reason for not being a father the entire time is I have no good in me. I have yeah. no good in me at all. And, you know, here he is saving a country <laughs> and, and being the leader of a team to save the country. Like he chose to do it. He could have got like Waller was telling him, Hey, I'm going to blow your head off. Like get, get on the, get on the chopper and go. And he chose, or he chose, I guess, to follow a rat catcher and to, to go save the country, so yeah, got a little bit of good in him. Yeah, uh, we get two stingers at the end. We get Weasel live leaving, uh, living and running down the beach, and it looked like it wasn't long after the fight was actually over, and everybody had already left. Like, yeah, he just gets up and like scoots away, just waddles <laughs> off. <laughs> And the uh, next scene we get is uh, Peacemaker in the hospital. Looks like he's getting fixed up. And, of course, we got an HBO Max series coming up with Peacemaker. I didn't know so, that. So, be interesting to see. Yep. will be interesting to see where that goes. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest with you. Uh, like, is James Gunn, because I don't know much about this, is James Gunn going to be involved with it? From what I've heard, from what I've heard, he's going to be involved with it. Okay. And like I said earlier in, in the show, he was going to be picking more, more Charlton characters to be a part of it as well. Yeah, I just wonder. I, I just, I, you know how, whatever. Uh, what is it? Uh, when Avengers came out, and they did Agents of Shield, and it was like they threw Joss Whedon's. Uh, like his name on it along with his brother's name on it. But like really Joss didn't have anything to do with it or maybe he did. But like, I hate when they slap a name on it to like, uh, you know, whatever for notoriety reasons. Um, just because I like peacemaker, peacekeeper, whatever his name is. I like him in the context of this movie, I don't know if I'd like to watch a whole series of him because he plays well off of like 
yeah. Idris Elba's character. Um, so anyway, I like I I'll watch it for sure. Uh, I mean, we, we'll probably have to, but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, well, we gotta review this shit. Yeah, and um, people depend <laughs> on us. Uh, so anyway, I think that uh, yeah, it, it hopefully it'll be good if James Gunn still sticks with it, like is part of it. In other words. I want to say I saw a tweet that he put out of a picture of, uh, you know, during a shoot that had Cena and some other character. And like, I want to say that he's been, he's been, uh, maybe it was Instagram post. I think it's Instagram post actually. Um, I think he's been putting out posts while filming. So I think he's actually involved in doing things and stuff like that. I think it's hilarious that, I want to make sure I get this right, because if I don't, I'm going to look like the biggest moron ever. <laughs> um, f- yeah. Frank Miller. It, it could be worse. When you could not remember who H.G. Wells is. That was, <laughs> that was me last episode. So anyway. Well, I didn't help you on that either. So I'm kind of involved in that one as well. Uh, so this is going to be like start two for me. Um, anyway, sorry. Frank Miller. Frank Miller, when writing Watchmen, is that right? Frank uh, Miller and Watchmen? No, uh, that is no. Alan Moore. Alan Moore, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I always get them two mixed up. Anyways. Well, one of them looks like Freddy Krueger, and the other one looks like a fucking wizard. <laughs> well, I, I I don't go off of facials. I okay. go off of like well, I just, content and yeah. the way they write. Okay, I know, but I'm just saying, if for our listeners, just Google... Google Frank Miller and then Google Alan Moore if you don't know who they look like. But one of them straight up looks like Freddy Krueger now. I know he's old, but uh, and then the other one looks. That's Alan Moore, isn't it? No, Alan Moore looks like the wizard. Uh, uh, Frank Miller looks like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> um. So they DC would not allow Alan Moore to use Charlton characters for. Watchmen. Uh, the Watchmen. Yeah. I thought I remember that because, uh, um, so, uh, the question from DC is supposed to be, uh, Rorschach. Rorschach. And Blue Beetle, the original Blue Beetle, not, uh, shoot, I can't think of his name right now. The, uh, the one where it's like a alien, like, suit. Like a Giver or something. So you got Jaime Reyes right now. Yeah, that's and who I'm thinking of. And then you got Ted, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ted Cord. That's who I'm thinking. Thank you. Uh, okay. Jaime Reyes is the second Blue Beetle where it's like a Giver like type, like alien organic suit. And then the Ted Cord is basically uh, like, what's his name from Watchmen? The Hawk. Because uh, Ted Cord has the little same floaty ship like it in, in Watchmen. I uh I couldn't remember if Hami was was the second or the third. For some reason, I thought he was the third Blue Beetle. Um, oh, is there a third? I don't even know that. So you can correct me on that. Yeah, I think Hami, I think Hami's the third. Um, I think there was Ted, and I think there was one in between Ted and Hami. Anyways, yeah, uh, like Blue Beetle and the Question and Peacemaker, like all those were all Charlton characters. Yeah, that. DC acquired. Correct. Okay, so Charlton. What, uh, what is that? 
another like comic company. So yeah, there's three blue beetles. Um, anyways, uh, back in the day, there was more that like there was no Marvel. There wasn't like Marvel was timely comics. DC wasn't DC comics. It was, uh, I can't remember what DC comics was before. I don't, I don't think it was because DC comics stands for detective comics. And that's when they got their stuff going. So whenever you say DC Comics, you're technically saying Detective Comics Comics. Yes, it's like ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. That's why I always <laughs> get so irritated with uh, why we haven't seen a Detective Batman in in the movies. Like, we've never seen, like, a good, like, story where he shows off that he's a detective. Because, like, Batman's, like, greatest power is he's the world's greatest detective. And I've yeah. literally ranted to my wife till like she's like bleeding from the ears. But I've I've been like, it's literally called fucking Detective Comics. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Richard, you're not alone. I've done the same, and I'm sure after a couple glasses of wine, our wives would have the same argument with each other about the same thing. <laughs> that I, I I want the same as you. I want a good detective Batman movie. I want him to use, cause he's supposed to rival, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Like him and Sherlock are supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Like right there. Rachel Ghoul calls him detective. Like he doesn't call him Batman. He doesn't call him Bruce. He calls him detective. Like it just drives me nuts. Um, so anyways, Charlton was a comic book company. And they they had char- they had licenses and characters of the ones like we've already mentioned the question the blue yeah. beetle and uh, uh, peacemaker and there's there's more um, yeah I don't know all of them I guess off the they did the, kind of the same thing that Marvel did like as they're going out of business or whatever else the case is they sell off those properties the rights to them and stuff like that and DC acquired them so gotcha. but it's funny you 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 sit there and you tell a uh, uh, a, a, a famous writer of Alan Moore. Hey, uh, yeah, I know you want to do the story and, uh, you know, it's gritty and all, but like, if you use these characters, like we can't never really use them or play with them again. So no on using those, but you just have to make up your own. And it winds up being one of the biggest pieces of literature, like ever, especially in comic book history. Um, in the Watchmen, and uh, and then you know James Gunn comes around. They're like, "Oh yeah, have them. Yeah, we're not doing anything with them. You know, throw them in there." <laughs> you just showed a bunch of dicks in our in your last movie. Why not throw some Charlton characters in there? <laughs> so, somewhere, Alan Moore is like, I don't know, like rolling over in his little wizard cave. <laughs> He's very adamant about hating like the comic book, like community really um, yeah I, yeah he's not very pleased with it anymore yeah, sure. he'll still show up in conventions though so i guess money talks maybe yeah he's also crazy from what i hear yeah i've heard the i've heard the same but i don't know the guy i guess that's all allegedly so we don't get sued <laughs> <laughs> for slander all right final thoughts what do y'all think Good, bad, ugly. Don't care to see another one ever again. We're not excited about Peacemaker. We are excited about Peacemaker. 
Um, I mean, I'm just, I just stick to my. I was I was whelmed. I was pleasantly whelmed. Um, <laughs> pleasantly whelmed. It was it was a good movie, and if they come out with another one, I'll be happy to see it too. Um, I'll be whelmed for that like, as well. Yeah, I'll be I'll be whelmed a second time. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it, so yeah, it's, it was a good movie overall. And if there is a second one that comes out, I'll be I'll be happy to see it, but I won't be obviously won't be rushing to see it like midnight showing or anything. <laughs> but and then the whole Peacemaker series. I, I kind of have to agree with Richard on that one. I, I'm, I don't know. I obviously will watch it. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> with my track record, yeah, this is questionable. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's going to be hard, I think, because him just by himself. I, I don't. I don't know. I would have found him very entertaining in the movie. But being able to play off of Bloodsport and just the whole crew in general, I think is what really helped him out. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see how that series goes. I think that uh, I think we're done with the Suicide Squad. I don't think we're going to have another one. I think that was that was probably a good farewell because I mean, if if Robbie's out, Boomer's gone, Flag's gone. Um, I mean, maybe, like I said, I, I could see them doing uh, a hunt for Peacemaker, maybe bringing Will Smith back, having Idris Elba. I mean, you know that movie's going to sell. But John Cena, Idris Elba, and, and Will Smith, come on, that movie's going to make money. <laughs> um, So I, I would think that'd be the only way they did it. And um, Peacemaker as a TV show, I think will be fun, actually. Um, and the only reason I say that is because if Gunn has as much say and do in it as I think he does have, uh, I think he knows how to write the character. He showed a, uh, oh, no, that was Guardians. Um, I think he knows how to write the character. I think he knows how he's, he's played off and Cena seems to do a really enjoyable job watching him and the ridiculousness that he does. So, yeah, I think, I don't know, I'm good with it. Uh, I will say, like, um, Cena, actually, he he did do a good job with this one. Like, even my wife said she was worried about seeing him in there at first because John Cena can be rather stiff on his acting sometimes. Not, I mean, just, uh, it's just obviously not not the best actor in the world. Um, But I think he did, he did a, this, this role fit him really well yeah i agree i think it plays to his strengths um uh i i thoroughly enjoyed the movie um like i said it's a it's a james gunn movie i stick to what i said at the beginning if you take all the dc property stuff out of it it felt like one of james gunn's like trauma movies uh i'm kind of bummed out if they don't do a sequel but i get it because the dc eu's in shambles um, I will watch Peacemaker, uh, and I will be very, uh, cautiously optimistic is the word I will use for that. Um, so, uh, especially if Gunn is gonna stay on board to like, at least, I don't know, produce or direct or something of that. Yep. I enjoyed it. 
I look forward to both of y'all being pleasantly whelmed <laughs> when y'all see the series. <laughs> uh. All right. That's it. Where can they find you at, Jeremy? You can find me on Twitch sometimes, uh, streaming some gameplay, anything from Destiny to Call of Duty to Guild Wars 2, different things. And my Twitch channel is Night Fury GTO. And that's Night K N I G H T Fury GTO. So, cool. Richard, are you still the, the neighborhood? Friendly neighborhood beard comic guy? Yes. Yes, that's me. You can find me uh here. Oh uh, yeah, you can find me here. Yeah. I'll <laughs> plug here. Uh you can find me on a podcast called Comically Comics where uh two of my good friends just sit around and and talk shit about comic stuff. Um anyway, yeah, check me out there. All right, so where can they find you, Michael? Y'all can find me on Instagram at 20 spelled out number two underscore comics and also on YouTube where I talk mainly about comic books, whether it be, um, you know, how to how to do different things with comic books or stuff that I'm picking up or doing book reviews or things of of that nature. Some spec talk, stuff like that. Again, at 20 spelled out number two underscore comics. So, yeah, you can find me out there with some videos and whatnot. So, oh, thank you all for listening. We see the reports and uh, all the folks here in the States that are listening to us. Don't want to forget about y'all out there in India, in Spain, in Canada. Thank y'all very much for listening. Get the word out, spread it out. And uh, thank y'all again for listening. And y'all have a good one. Yes. Say bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. <laughs> We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake.